interracial couples on a quest where fantasy and the real world collide. This is When Crit Happens. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rakatima. Rakatima. I am your game master, Torsten David Johnson, he, they, and I am joined today by Joshua David Robinson. What up, y'all? They, he, Joshua David Robinson, a.k.a. Titan Yabelt. They, them, and thou. Mm-hmm. And Deanna Elizabeth Woodman. Nah. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Great. Nah. They, them. Thank you. <laughs> who do you play? <laughs> who, do you, who are I you? Play, I play just Sue, she, her. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Kylie Marie Brinkman. Yo, Kylie Marie Brinkman. Did we have we been doing middle names the last few sessions, by the way? I think it's been since the it's beginning. It's been off and on. Oh, it's been off and on. Okay. Well, Kylie Marie Brinkman, she her playing Josephina Wick, aka Joe, also she her. Amazing. Okay, everybody. How about a little recap? Sure. <gasps> I love <Ooh>. recaps. <laughs> Okay, so last time you uh-huh. set off into Stormhaven. That's right. Just as the city was oh, I love a recap. exploding with festivities of Queen's Day. Malaya was along with you and Oromaya caught up finally as well. Queens. Who knew there were queens in the city? What's happening? I don't know. That's why I'm listening to the recap. Shh, be quiet. Because we have fit checks to make. That was the first thing that we did in last session was everybody made a fit yes. check as That's you went right. to the square. Mm-hmm. And you were headed to see the parade, which was slated to include a float from both the House of Prim and the DeLargos. Yes. You all decided that you wanted to go look for Prim, and following your nose, you ran into (laughs) Evelyn, who- Don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. (laughs) Who is a part of the house, and Titan, you reunited with Evie. Yeah, I I don't think I was the only one who had a a nice moment with Evie. Jasu, how what? did no. you have a what? did you have an interaction? <laughs> I didn't say anything with Evie. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> she spent some time flirting with Jasu and then told you and or maybe in the other order, she told you that she and the rest of the house were on high alert because they had all learned that there was an army approaching the city. But she was shocked to learn that there was a second one coming from the east. Mm-hmm. As you continued on your way, you ran into Daphne and Carl. <laughs> they told you that they had tried to talk to the Duke. Maybe a little bit because Yama told him to, but only managed to reach his vassals because he was so busy preparing for Queen's Day. They had gotten paid well by Burl, though, who offered them a big job in the city. So they had ditched Yama and were heading to the wharf to get on a ship. Mm-hmm. While Daphne stared you down, Jasu, to the point where you are legitimately going to have a complex about it, Titan, you took it upon yourself <laughs> to relieve them of their heavy burden of gold and... They went on their way, none the wiser. It just looks so heavy. I was just trying to help them out, you know? <laughs> and uh, I did not tell my compatriots that I did right, this. Right, right. <laughs> yep. So uh, you all fought your way to the front of the crowd in the town square as the parade began to make its way through. Joe, you were looking for your father, who you were pretty sure would be on a friend's balcony. Titan, you were watching the acrobatic display of a circus troupe that had several connected floats and Jasu, you smelled the strong odor of grease that had spilled from a fish and chip shop across the street. 
Malaya shouted out that someone was behaving strangely over by the side of the chip shop, and that's when the explosion happened. (gasps) The trampoline float, this huge inflated leather thing that was part of the circus display, went up in flames, throwing acrobats and clowns, scaring kids. Oh, not the clowns. (laughs) And even the clowns, send them home, igniting the next float. You all jumped into action, Titan. With Prim's float in view, you used the message cantrip to tell her what you were doing and requested mm-hmm. help. Evelyn dashed up right behind you. And Jasu, well, Jasu, you just kind of uh, solved the problem. You made it rain, literally. Well, I just and, prayed to Suleon, man. And the flames were almost entirely doused. So as Malaya and Joe put out the rest, Oramaya took off to see his cousin on a float toward the back. You sent Malaya to keep an eye on him as the three of you raced after the shadowy figure. Shadow. Evelyn, hot on your tail. Whose tail was she hot on? I know, right? (laughs) With a thick crowd of people between you and the alley where Malaya saw them go. And that's where you are now. Amazing. Are we in initiative still or no? So here's what I want to do. I want to re-roll initiative because because it's fun to roll (laughs) dice. Yeah, that's right. And because we are going to use slightly different mechanics for this chase than just pure initiative rounds. Had to do it. They simply had to do it. Yes, Torso, we know you have a lot of dice. You got a big dice bag. Uh, So, everybody, roll a new initiative for this chase scene. I got an unnatural one because I got a two and I have a minus one to my initiative. 11 for Titan. 17 for Joe. Okay, so... Here's how this chase is going to work. At the top of every round, I want you all to make perception checks. Okay. God. And (laughs) the person that you're chasing is going to make a stealth check. These are just kind of the general checks as opposed to you using your action to do this because the stakes of this are largely about can you find this person since they have disappeared around the corner before you even got a glimpse of them. Then you might have to roll on a couple other tables, but for this first round, those are the checks that I will need you to make. If you win this contested check, then you are able to find clear signs of them, and you might be able to gain on them and Mm. cut distance down between you and them. If you lose, you fall further behind as you have to slow down to figure out where they are. If you lose by 10 or more, you don't know where they went, and you will have to spend your turn trying to find clues mm. to figure out where they are. Our girl Evie, is she is she helping us with checks? She is following. Yes, she is also rolling. Amazing. Um, do I get advantage because I'm using my nose, and I'm basically a dog? You can continue to smell. Amazing. Yeah, I will let you do that. You're so kind. The runner can use their action to be extra sneaky, and then they can roll stealth with advantage. Got it. Got it. Otherwise, you can bet that they will be taking the dash action. Yeah, yeah. Got it. At the top of this, Titan looks over to Jasu and says, nose periscope deploy, uh, and uh, gives you a bardic inspiration. Ooh, amazing. Okay, everybody, let's go ahead and make these rolls for the first round. You are all 30 feet from the corner. It is difficult terrain between where you are and the corner of this alley. 13 for Titan. Five for Joe. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) 19 for Jesse. Okay. I'm glad I gave you that bardic. Do you use the bardic? I did use the bardic. You use the bardic. I rolled a six on the bardic. Nice. Yes. So 
As you are making your way through this crowd, Joe, technically your action is first, then Evelyn, then Titan, then Jasu. Because your initiatives are all right next to each other in the order, I'll let you discuss what you want to do and you don't have to act on those turns. It's more like a group initiative. What do you mean? So we don't have to go like because I can't, I'm guessing I don't see this person since I rolled a five. None of you see them. So Mm -hmm. these roles aren't about you seeing them. They're about Mm. you seeing evidence of where they went. Okay. And so right now you're sure that they took a right turn around that corner. And so that's the first place that you have to get to. And between you and them or you in that spot is this big crowd of people. And so you're either going to move with difficult terrain to get there, or you can find a way to move faster through this crowd. Okay. I would like to do something wild. Do it. Look, uh, I am who I am. I am who I am. And I'm always going to do wild things. I have this spell. It's called Thunder Wave. Oh, my God. Every every creature. (laughs) Yeah, I'm wondering (laughs) if I can Thunder Wave the crowd. I don't want to hurt people, but I just want to like... Like have people move, and like the way uh, that it manifests is like I'm walking with my staff, and as my staff comes down, the ground uh, shakes, and people are like, "Uh," and they just like move out of our way. Okay, you see what I'm saying? What if they trip? <laughs> well, they- it sucks to suck. <laughs> I'm just saying I would like to cast that spell, please, and you tell me what happens. If you want to yeah. use a first level spell that does <laughs> hella damage on this crowd of innocents. I don't want to. I don't want to damage them. So, like, if if there is a way to do that without, yeah, without damage, I would like to do that. Absolutely. But the idea is like basically like I'm trying to like use can, my voice to s- spread the crowd. Can they cast thunder wave like in the air above everyone, and it Absolutely. just makes a loud thunder sound? Ooh, I like that. I like that. Absolutely. Okay, so this spell normally requires a check, right? A strength save. Uh, con save. A con save. Great. I'm going to make a roll for the crowd. You almost killed so many. Yeah, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm trying to have a good time. A small child starts crying immediately as this uh, thunderous <laughs> clap goes off right above their heads. Some of the teenagers and preteens in the front think that this is just more of the yep. the spectacle of the, the rainstorm and the fireball and they hoot and holler in, in celebration. People move. They see you charging forward after this thunderclap gets their attention uh yeah the path is clear and none of you have to do anything else nobody else has to make the charisma check that i was going to ask for in order for (laughs) all of you to get through to the alleyway uh well done so you spent one first level spell and got through an entire obstacle awesome nice all right as you get to the corner i want uh somebody to roll a d100 for me D-100. That's a 95. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. No idea if we wanted high or low. No idea. 95 is a fun number to roll. Great. (laughs) As you are rounding this bend, you look down this alleyway and you see that connects to another street that goes behind these houses. There are a few people that are wandering towards the square, uh, realizing that the parade has started and and trying to, to get to the square so that they can see it. And you see a thin red cloak Mm. whip around a corner 95 Mm. feet from you. And they are just passing around that corner as you make it into this alleyway. So you, Jasu, are now going to be in the back of the the group here since you used your action to cast a spell. Everybody else, you are a little ways ahead. And that will bring us to the end. Uh, Unless anybody else 
really wants to do something that will bring us to the end of the first round. Can I cast Firebolt on their oh, uh, cape? Because if they're on fire, they might have to slow down. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, you can use your action to cast Firebolt. Oh, because then that will slow me down, It'll right? It'll slow you I'll down. Be, okay, You'll let's You'll be fine, alongside though. Jasu. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I'm going to uh, cast Firebolt. I just want to say that's badass that, like, we come through because there's a whole bunch of thunder and then you just cause, you just like have fire shoot from your mm -hmm. hand. They better be scared. No wonder they're running so fast. <laughs> yeah. Light them up, light them up. Seven. Seven damage? Yeah. Amazing. Nice. All right, you see uh, the cloak. They fall down dead. What? The red cloak uh, smolders a little bit and you see some flames uh, and they scoot around the corner even faster. Uh, and that brings us to the end of the first round. Woo! We gotta get him. I also look at look at Jasu again. I say, keep the nose up, girl. Another bardic. All right, great. So Evelyn looks over to you, Joe, and says, nice shot. I, I say, thanks, Bay, and I do a high five, and it's really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know how to be cool. Oh, I'm your Bay now, too? <laughs> wow. I got so many Bays. Jasu's not looking at anything but straight ahead. <laughs> Uh, Evelyn and Titan are now a little bit ahead of you two. And that yeah. will bring us into round two. So everybody go ahead and roll perception checks. And perception one of you check. roll a d6. I got a six. I got a six. On your oh, 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 on, on oh, your d6? Oh, no, my perception check. I rolled a d6. Uh, I rolled a three. You rolled a three on the d6? Mm-hmm. And what's your perception check? 17. I got a 21. Okay, great. So as you are chugging down this road, Titan and Evelyn, just around the corner, that same corner that you're about to go down, you see somebody leading this horse. The horse got kind of spooked because they just saw a flaming person run towards them. This horse is, is kind of... Is, a homophobic horse. <laughs> oh, God. They saw a person aflame. <laughs> and... Um, and this horse is decked out with blue and white flower garlands all over its body. It's clearly a part of some display and is late to the parade. Mm. But the horse is blocking your way. You can try to get around it using an animal handling check, or you can try to find some other way of getting around. Otherwise, you're going to have to take a little detour around the horse. <laughs> Wait, I'm just going to check to see if... It need not understand. Okay, great, great. Target needs to hear, but does not need to understand. So, <laughs> oh. what? Titan seeing this horse blocking their way, mm -hmm. shouts at the horse, what's the matter? You had never seen a girl on fire before? And casts vicious mockery on the horse. Okay. Uh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna call it a riding horse. Nat 20. 18 on the die. Ooh. Whoa. Well, it <laughs> saved. <laughs> uh, okay. As this happens, Evelyn looks at you and <laughs> smirks a little bit. Says, uh, That girl is on fire. And sings that song. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and is going to make an like animal an handling angel. check. She sings that song like an angel. <laughs> 
uh, and succeeds. So yeah. uh, calms, runs forward, and is is short, and so it kind of jumps up and pats this horse's nose, and the horse immediately calms and looks down at Evelyn, and Evelyn looks at the person who's leading the horse and says, "I'm so sorry. Look, if we could just move the horse this way, Hot. and the horse moves out of your path, so that all of you have room to get behind, Hot. because you've all now used actions, uh, you are all at the same spot." Again. I have not used an action. Last, last turn. Oh, last turn. Yeah, yeah. And this means that as you come to the corner, I'm not worried about your speed so much as what the distance is that you can see. Because again, this yeah. is less. This is a contest right, right. of who who can find who. So as you come to the corner, somebody roll a d100 for me. I'll do it. Seventy-one. All right. Okay. You look down this next street, and this was this is a slightly larger street, uh, stretching off to the left. And it stretches for about 71 feet. And that will bring us to... <laughs> what a coincidence. That's what Kylie just rolled. <laughs> to the end of this round. So as you come to this corner, I want somebody to roll another D6 for me. Two. Okay. You turn the corner. And you see that this street stretches off for 71 feet. But after only about... 15 feet there's another little alley and you hear the sound of crashing coming from it and you're positive that that's where this runner just went mm. you take off down the, the road and look down this short little alley that ends in a wall it's just completely walled off and there's a jumbled pile of broken crates that clearly stood up against that wall until moments ago that got kicked down mm. What do you do? How tall is the wall? The wall is 15 feet. Is there Harry Potter in this world? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Would I know Harry Potter? It does Harry no. Potter. If you have to ask that question, the okay. answer is no. If okay. you just All bring right. it into being, I can't do anything about I was, it. I was nervous bringing it into being because I just would have ran into the wall and then like, It is canon that Potter. there is no Harry Potter. <laughs> that canon. is now canon. Is it just walls on either side too? Like the alleyway is not like, it's not like there's doors to- There's uh, a side door on mm. your right. It looks like this is the exit from the bookstore that you saw that opens out onto the main street there. And you see some trash cans uh, next to the, the back door of this this bookstore. Titan reflavors the 50 feet of hemp and pro rope that are in every adventurous kit into mm -hmm. the 50 feet of uh, pirate's hat hair that are attached <laughs> to their head uh -huh. and says, ooh, we, go we gotta catch this person. They making me ruin my whole float day look. Unravels their uh, pirate hat braids and throws it up onto the uh, the top of the wall and then begins to climb. Great, give me an athletics check. Oh, because we think they went over the wall. I thought it was going to be magic. I pick up Joe <laughs> and throw her. <laughs> okay, uh, give me an athletics check. Do I have to give me everybody a needs an athletics check to get over this wall? <laughs> uh, Eighteen. Eighteen to throw Joe over the oh, wall. Oh gosh, hold on. Oh, so do does my athletics check? Can Joe just make a deck save to be thrown? Well, no, I just, I really, honestly, I think I lift her up because we've, we've decided that we, or like have come to the conclusion that Joe is very small and that I could lift her with my trunk because I can lift 90 pounds with the trunk. And so I can just basically place her up if it's 15 feet up using the like very tip of my trunk up at the top of that wall. That's you're telling up. me that That's Joe, airtight. You're telling me, Joe, you weigh less than 90 pounds. I thought Joe was small. Yeah, I've been out at sea, not eating. I'm with a. <laughs> I have no water weight okay. right now. Uh, <laughs> I, Her daddy you is can an flavor it however you want, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with the athletics check, yes, you boost Joe up high enough that Joe gets over. However, that required you to use some time. Yeah. So you're going to fall a little bit behind now. I'm going to roll for Evelyn. Evelyn, similarly, is going to be a little bit behind as Evelyn has to struggle to get over this wall. 16 athletics from Titan. Amazing. All right, so Titan is able to get up to the top. As you get up to the top of this wall, roll a D100 for me. Oh, my God. Come on, baby. Roll low. 21. 21? Amazing. Actually, roll a a D6. Somebody. I rolled a four on the D6. Amazing. Okay, so over this wall, you said you rolled a 21 on the D100. Is that right? 21. So you're actually looking into the backyard of somebody's house. Mm. And so uh, from the top of this wall, you look down and you see the person that you are chasing and it looks like they have gone into the back door of this person's house and instead of going through the house they went up the stairs because now you see them exiting out of the second story and climbing up onto the roof which is attached to some other houses this person is now quite close to you in physical space but in order to catch up to them taking the same path that they went it's still quite a ways how far away are they in physical space? Probably 50 feet. Oh, that means they're in range of everything I can do. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> That's why we ask. <laughs> I see this person coming, uh, c- uh, cresting over, over this roof, and I say, stop in the name of Prim. <laughs> and I cast old person on them. Oh, wow. Nice, nice. Wow. The perfect spell. This is a wisdom save? It is a DC 15 wisdom saving throw. Let me look at their character sheets. And and because I was singing it, I said, stop in the name of Prim. And I like, I I modulated and it was so unsettling to hear the key change like Uh, that, uh that they're just gonna have to subtract a d6 to whatever they roll oh. on this okay. save okay <laughs> 17 okay so i gotta roll a three okay or higher um, on a d6 all right oh you can do it you can here do we it. go you can do it because i Four. That's a four, oh, baby. Yeah. That's a four. Yes. Hold. <laughs> okay. And with that, we win. They we win D and D. And they're halfway out this window, trying to clamber up the exterior of this brick house. What do you all do? So right now, is Joe on the wall? Because Jasu propped yeah. her up, and mm-hmm. now and Jasu is still on the ground below. Behind yeah, I'm you, trying yeah. to climb up. Yeah, after you. But okay, I'm, so yeah. you abruptly pick me up, which is thrilling, <laughs> and I'm on top of the wall. And then I turn around and like extend my arm, like I'm going to help you get up. Mm-hmm. I put my I put my trunk sort of like on your arm, but like I'm not actually doing it. It's uh-huh. just on, physically placed on your arm while I'm actually climbing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making me feel good like I'm helping. <laughs> uh, great, yeah. And when I come up, I say, thank you, Joe. I appreciate uh, everything that you do. Uh, so you take as long as you need and are able to get up and over this wall. Evelyn could use a hand as well because Evelyn is really short. <laughs> I lower, I 
Lower. Yeah, how, yeah. how do you help Kinda. Evelyn? Um, how do you help? I help mm-hmm. her first. Like Dumbo's I mom. You know how Dumbo's mom, her trunk would come down and Dumbo would sit in her trunk. Oh, I like and she'd that. Rock Dumbo. Yeah. That like that mm. you could Evie could sit in your trunk. Yeah. And you could bring her up. I I lower my little. I have a little seat for her. Mm, yes, and you then, do. This is so comforting. Sitting in your trunk like this. <laughs> Am I the junk in your trunk? I don't say anything. I don't look at anything. I don't say anything. I put her down and then I I immediately, my body is the most tense anyone has ever seen it. And I just turn around and I go, let us go. (laughs) We got things to do right now. I know. But that was nice. And Evelyn takes off uh, through this backyard. Uh, the house is empty. There aren't people in the house right now. You imagine that they're probably at the festival. And so you are able to get up to the second floor without any issues. And you see, what are the mechanics of this? Can you tell me again, whole person? Do they get multiple saves? Oh, for sure, for sure. It's only a second level spell. A choosing humanoid, you can say, say within range, the target must see in a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the, dura- for the duration. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom saving throw on a success. The spell oh, ends on the target. Okay, great. So I'm guessing that you and maybe... Joe are taking off as quickly as possible mm-hmm. to get over mm-hmm. there. I'll just tell you that you had 110 feet to cover. Ooh. So this is going to take more than a full round of dashing. Sure. So at the end of your first round of dashing, this is the check that they're going to make. Mm-hmm. They rolled a three. Woo! And I'm still singing. And by the end of the second round, you should be there, right? Still singing. Stop. With 60 feet of movement. Should be. Yeah. So you don't have time to take a full action, but you can get there. And I'm imagining that Jasu, you and Evelyn at this point are also following up into the house. Yeah. I'm not looking at her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is going to be the second check that the runner makes. That's a five on the die. On the die, Sucks they don't have a now, plus 10 it. to wisdom, do they? <laughs> yeah. As you get up to this person, arms outstretched up onto the, the ledge above the window, and it's a treacherous position that they're in. It's a long way down, but they're holding the position that somebody who's very dexterous and cat-like might and you see the feline features (gasps) of an orange and white tabaxi whose hood is falling off as they're running as fast as they can and they're still present in their eyes and you can see them seeing you as you approach what do you do oh can i do a insight check vibe check you can do vibe check yeah yeah i want to do a vibe check yeah go for it 17 a 17. This person is clearly scared mm. and running, but they also look like th- there's something behind their eyes. Like they, they have secrets that they are trying to hide from you. Mm. So what do you want to do with this person as they as you get up to them? I would like to grapple them. Okay, cool. Yeah, if between all of you, uh, while they're paralyzed, you don't, I'm not going to make you make checks to, to kind of grapple them and, and make it so that they won't be able to get away. So you bring him down into the room. It looks like a, a kid's bedroom. Mm. Joe, you recognize a, a poster on the wall of uh, one of the local sports legends. Looks like uh, this this kid is really into athletics. Mm. 
I don't know if Jill would recognize the local sports legends. <laughs> Unless I went to high school with them, then maybe. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this person was intolerable in high school and now is making a career out of uh, trying to start professional sports in Stormhaven. Cool. Amazing. <laughs> what kind of, what's the sport? Oh, it's all what's sports. This? That's the thing. They don't have professional sports. So just any kind of sport that this person uh-huh. can, mm-hmm. it's just like trying to get all the former high school teammates on board and... Yeah. Uh, Honey, yeah. you peaked too early, honey. <laughs> <laughs> now it looks like they're going into politics. So you bring them in and there's a chair. You sit them down in this chair and I don't know, do you tie up their arms or something? I think I sort of sit with my staff around them mm. and like I'm standing behind them with my staff in front. So that way they can't really move much. Yeah. All right. How many exits are there to this room? Just the one door and then there's a couple windows. Great. So we got them down down into this room mm-hmm. and I, I'm going to look into their eyes mm-hmm. and say, honey, you look scared. It's okay. You can tell us what it is you need and cast charm person on them. This is another wisdom save, right? Yes, yes. How does, okay, I want us to use charm person in this way, but because we've already like done what we've done with this person, does charm, I thought charm person. Thanks was, for the reminder. They oh. get advantage. Oh, the first one would not have succeeded, but this one is going to be a 20. That for sure is going to pay us. You see them look at you and they start to warm up and it looks like they're they're about to release into abandoning the fear that is guiding them, but then they shut down again. And uh, you see them clench their nails into their palms. They have these long, very sharp claws that have been painted red with yellow splatters it looks fire literally the the charm person does not succeed did you drop the the hold person and seeing how seeing how uh jasu has got has got him on lock i released the whole person <laughs> you see him inhale and, and their body kind of tense a little bit what do you want with me what do what you want trying to blow up floats honey Look, mm-hmm. some things just have to happen. Okay, I mean, it sounds like you are a person with a cause, and that is, no lie, hot. But you put a lot of innocent lives at risk, and there is a lot going on here that you don't even know about. So, sorry, I'm gonna need a little bit more information than that. why this have to happen? Because you were mad? Is that why it had to happen? You see her whiskers kind of tremble a little bit twitch and you can't tell if it's anger or a smirk but she looks at you and she says yes there is a lot going on here i'm sure more than i know about but certainly more than you know about tighten your belt (gasps) tighten truly like because this is a person who they do not know who knows their name Mm -hmm. and tighten is just like I've done it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. While this conversation is happening, I think Joe kind of like briefly turns around and is rubbing this necklace, even though like she doesn't have to rub it to make it work. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't know really exactly how to make it work. So she's like, okay, baby. Let's go and turns back around and like looks like Amazing. very intently at this person, kind of like eye twitching maybe a little bit as she's getting the hang of using this necklace. Love. Amazing. And yes, so uh, I want to detect emotions. Okay. 
So what is the thing that you can detect on the surface level? Surface level moods, happy, angry, relaxed, afraid. But I want to try to probe deeper. Yeah, just get a sense of like, who is this person working for? Not that I would know that necessarily, but Mm -hmm. like, are they good? Are they bad? Are they on our side? Are they not? Yeah. So the first thing that you perceive is a lot of tension and fear but also some excitement. Then when you try to probe deeper, this is a, they get to make a charisma save. Yeah. Oh, against my spellcasting DC. They get a two. Oh. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, they become charmed by you or they enter the charmed condition and you are able to tell that they have recently been planning things they've been in an intense state of anticipation for a good long while and what they're anticipating for the future is like a bunch of excitement they think that the near future brings action and some some danger and so it looks like they are excited and afraid and the thing that they are the most afraid of is an image of a woman who is wearing a stunning blue and white gown and has a shock of white hair. And in this image, you see them standing in front of a tall, tall brownstone that you recognize, Joe, as Prim's proper house. Do I recognize this woman as being Prim? Absolutely not. Okay. You have never seen this person before. You don't recognize who they are. And and is my sense of this, like this happened, like I'm seeing this because this person experiences or no, this is like what they might be afraid of in the future, but it's not necessarily come to be yet. Uh, You're not sure exactly. It's very specific. So you think it probably did happen. But this is the first time you're using the necklace. So I think you might just be getting a feel for it. But, But yeah, you think like, oh, this is such a clear image. It, it's like this This just happened. And then you think about it, and the path that this person was tracking through these streets was leading directly toward Prim's proper house. This is a great back way to get towards the house of Prim. Uh, okay, so I take all of this in. I like kind of turn my head away from this person and like say to myself, like, wow, it worked. <laughs> And then compose myself and turn back around. And you said the nails are red and yellow. Yeah. I just asked them, like, you work for the Coros, don't you? Oh, shit. They look at you. And it's at this point that you can tell that the use of the necklace is, like, they're looking like something's going on in their head. And you can tell that they are starting to trace it internally. Do you want to stop the use of the necklace or let them try to... Yeah, I'm done. I'm done now. And they look at you and everybody can see that something has changed Mm. in them as soon as you say Koro's. I'm just like, well, do you want to tell us? The snarl comes back and she says, tell you what? Who you work for. Was that? I thought that was clear. Was that not clear? I believe that was Is my tone reading? I am in partnership with... Erica Lux. Uh, and Titan, yeah. as soon as she says Erica Lux, your memory jogs. Roll a, a history check. Goodness, you're going to make me use an intelligence-based skill here. 
I still rolled a 17 on the die, which turns into, with my plus one to Jack of all trades, a 17. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Erica Lux, you have heard stories about. Erica Lux used to be part of the House of Prim. Erica Lux was (gasps) so close to Prim. Erica Lux was perhaps Prim's closest friend Mm. from what you've heard. And you've never known why Erica left, but Erica was gone by the time you got here. Okay. Do I know if like, is did Erica Lux like leave town or is it like we battle them sometimes? No, has left town, like hasn't been seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I look at this person in their face and I said, Erica Lux, <laughs> in partnership. If there's one thing I know about Ms. Lux, is that she don't have partners. She has subjects. She has plebes, servants. So you want to sit here and try to talk big, but you were sent out here to do something, and I get all up in her business now. Mm -hmm. Why were you out here trying to start something, and why were you headed towards the proper house? An excellent question. And while this is going on, Joe has her arms crossed next to Titan. Can I do a intimidation check? Because I'm, this is the first time I'm ever interrogating someone and I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm doing, but I think Joe is like trying to play the part of like, yeah, yeah, why? Erica Lux. <laughs> yeah, so so is that Joe giving me the help action on intimidation yes. or do you want to do it yourself? Oh, that's me giving uh, you the help either action. Way. <laughs> either way, I just want to. No, I'm, I'm your backup. I'm giving you the help action. I <laughs> love that. No, oppose that. Oh my God, two nines, uh, which turns into a 15. Yeah, you see she shrinks a bit and she says, well, it clearly provided enough of a distraction that you're here, aren't you? <laughs> she smiles. And then she, her eyes dart over to Evelyn, who's there too, and says, but it's done now, so. What is done? <laughs> the smile comes back. We can sit here as long as you want. It's just (laughs) making things worse for you. Wow. You know, one of Prim's positive postulates is to always leave them laughing. I cast Tasha's hideous (laughs) laughter on them (laughs) and and start to sprint towards the proper house. Great. We got to go. Evelyn says, yeah, she's talking too much about the house. We got to go check on it. And you all take off toward the house. Uh, they get a, she gets a save against this spell. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, you can also, I don't know, tie her up or something if you want. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, if that's possible. Yeah, uh, not one on the save. Great, so that's so um, she yes. pers- these smirks <laughs> just burst into full on laughter as you have tied her to this chair and you leave her cackling there and you take off that's towards so creepy, the house. That's really creepy. Idea. <laughs> yeah, I regret my decision. Spooked. I'm spooked. <laughs> a laughing cat. Hey everyone, hope you're enjoying listening to this episode as much as we did recording it. Today we want to give a big thank you to our patrons, Steve, Andrew, and all of you fine folks. Not only is your generosity appreciated greatly, but it's also incredibly useful. We recently had a finance meeting where we looked through the numbers and Kylie showed us all of the operating costs that your support is able to pay for. 
The due dates of a bunch of our annual bills are coming up. Things like uh, website hosting, the Zoom membership that we use to record, and of course the all-important podcast RSS feed hosting. And thanks to you, the Patreon will be able to cover all of those tech fees. Of course, there are more production expenses that we are not able to pay for with the Patreon yet. So if you are listening to this and you are not yet a member of our Patreon, now is a great time to join. Your support will be immensely meaningful to us and also help cover the very real expenses of making this show. Who knows? Maybe someday we'll be able to afford to hire an editor so it's not always being done by some hack who truly has no training in audio engineering at all. Okay, that's it from me for today. Once again, patrons, thank you so much. Now enjoy the rest of the show. And as you as you approach the house, which is on a quiet little side street in the, the neighborhood that you are headed toward. It's got a, a small garden out front next to the, the kind of grand staircase. It's not huge, but it rises six or seven steps, and, and the first floor is raised. There's a garden level as well. It's a stately brownstone that rises higher than any of the buildings around it. Nobody's quite sure how many floors there are because there's some magic that uh, allows more floors to be present on the inside Mm -hmm. than are visible from the outside. And as you are coming towards this house, right as you are rounding the corner, the door is opening. The door is opening as we're rounding the corner? Yeah. And out of the door, you see Mm -hmm. the hem of a stunning blue dress trimmed in white and the shock of white hair as Erica Lux strides confidently out of the house of Prim. Looks back at the house, gives it a once over, slams the door and then turns around and smiles at you, Titan, as you are sprinting towards her. How close are we to her? Everybody roll initiative. Oh no, (laughs) oh no. Oh, God. Ten. Four. Oh, God damn it. I'm confused about why they hate you. They don't even know me. Evelyn says, they don't even know you, Titan, okay? I've got beef with this one, but she's you, you have a reputation, and so hate. you're associated with Prim. Yeah, hate is gonna hate. I understand exactly. that. Exactly. I rolled an eight. Hate is gonna hate. Rolled a ten. Okay. So the question came about distance. You are 60 feet from the door. The first to act is Evelyn. So Evelyn sees yep. Erica coming out and says, Erica, get your fucking ass out of that house. Ooh. And nice. Hot. Takes out. Meet me in the club. It's going down. Meet me in the club. <laughs> <Yeah. And laughs> Evelyn just starts coming out of like, Not even add from that, the building. Just like, yes. <laughs> Uh, and Evelyn takes out a throwing star and throws it at Erica. Hot. And then it turns into 10 throwing stars. <laughs> it's 18. It definitely hits. Nice. Here's the thing about these throwing stars. Erica can use her reaction to bat it away if she wants. Does she want to? And 
she's going to do it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to get hit by this sharp flowing metal disc, so she bats it away. But then Evelyn has already thrown a second one that she doesn't see coming. Uh, that one, however, is only a 12 to hit, and so it misses. No. And it sticks into the doorframe right next to her. And she says, oh, well, if you care so much about this house, then why are you throwing sharp metal objects into it, Evelyn? Oh, great comeback. Ouch. And Ouch. the next action is Jasu. Jasu, it's your turn. As Evelyn continues running forward, but kind of skirting around the outside. So she's not running towards us. She just exited. You don't know what she's going to do. How far away is she from me? 60 feet. I can't get that close. I am going to run forward and get as close to her as I can, which is 30 feet. And then I'm going Mm -hmm. to hold my action. And the moment she becomes within uh, 10 feet of me, I'm going to use Channel Divinity Wrath of Lightning to try and restrain her. Okay, great. Sounds good. That'll bring us to Ginny. Who's Ginny? Weasley. <laughs> let me make a. Let there me make is a Harry roll. Potter in this world. I knew it. <laughs> Tasha's hideous laughter. Is that concentration? It is. You feel the concentration break as it is at this moment that the Tabaxi Ginny uh, escapes from it. Succeeds. On, oh, that's Ginny. Okay. Succeeds on her save. Titan, it's your move. Titan looks Erica up and down and mimes opening a book in front of her Mm. and says, the library is open uh, and begins to read her for filth. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think think that might be copyrighted. I think that might be, I have no idea. It might be, I have no idea. I wouldn't put it past. I'm just saying. I wouldn't put it past Ms. Room. Wouldn't put it past her. <laughs> but I am casting dissonant uh, whispers at Great. a uh, second level. Uh, nice. Amazing. At Erica. She makes a save, right? Yes. 21. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's going to succeed, but I still, uh, they'll still take half damage. Okay. It's eight. Oh, I rolled so good, too. It would have been 20 damage, half to 10. Okay. All right, Erica looks over at you and says, you must be the one that they call Titan your belt. I've heard about you. Again, Titan beams and thinks inside their head, I've done it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She is, do, do you do anything else on your turn? After after like seeing that like my spell was like effective, but like not as effective as it could be, mm-hmm. I close the book and start to strut towards her with like, you know, my hair is partially down because I needed to climb with it, but yeah. it's like flapping in the breeze. Uh-huh. And I am like challenging her to some sort of walk dance off as I like strut towards her in in a manner that it is clear that it's like, you are being challenged. What are you going to do about it? She takes one step forward to the edge of this stoop, the top of these stairs and says, your reputation precedes you, and it seems that it doesn't lie. You don't make up a single one of your insults. A plagiarizer <sighs> at heart. <laughs> make a wisdom save. What is my wisdom save? Thirteen. Thirteen? <laughs> wow. That, that fails, and her stupefying word is successful. You... 
take 2d8 psychic damage, and you are speechless until the end of your next turn. <gasps> oh, no. That's end not good for me. <laughs> I truly can't do anything if I can't talk. That is 15 psychic damage. Oh, my God. On 2d8? It's 7 and 8. Oh. Yeah. That's, uh, that's high, high rolls. <laughs> and oh, she... <laughs> you see, you look, Titan truly, like, there was such such vibes such swagger and strut as they were walking towards them mm-hmm. and like titan like crumples their hair was like flat flowing in the breeze and it e- immediately all just goes flat and starts to hang at their sides mm-hmm. and and like they stand up straight and like there's no vibe mm. there's no vibe oh. wow <sighs> That will bring us to Joe's turn. Did she move forward enough? No, she is standing at the edge of the stoop. She walked maybe five feet forward. Fuck her. So she's still at the top of these stairs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So as we're approaching the house and I see Erica, mm-hmm. I kind of am frozen because I'm realizing like how powerful and like insightful this necklace really was like i just saw this person Mm -hmm. in my mind and now i'm like Mm. seeing her in real life and so i want to cast chromatic orb Mm -hmm. and the flavor of it is like i don't even it's gonna be thunder i want it to be like this force of like wind and sound and i don't Mm. even mean to do it it's more just like dropping into like oh shit Mm. i just saw this woman and so it kind of like Mm. and i and i'm already kind of thinking that she's bad even though i don't know Mm. that really but just because of the vision that i saw before yeah and so it just happens so i'm gonna cast chromatic orb great yes 22. I don't know about hey. you, but I'm rolling 22. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And you said thunder damage? Yes. Technically? Yes. In D&D speak? In D&D speak. Oh. Okay. It evened out. I rolled a one and then a two and oh. then an eight. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so 11. Okay. This blows her back a little bit. And then you see, everybody sees the brooch that, Joe, you saw when, when you in your vision, the the brooch seems to shimmer a little bit and this wind kind of blows up through her hair and this shock of white hair that she has is in an updo. There has to be so much hairspray in, in this. Instant freeze. And it your spell changes it from going to the left to going to the right. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. And she looks over at you and says, oh, someone who likes to play with wind. I see. I don't think I say anything back to her. I think I'm a little shocked. <laughs> Unfortunately, an amateur who doesn't understand the power. Uh, wow. She's coming for me. Anything bad. else you want to do, Joe? This is bad. Yeah, I'm going to get a bit closer. Okay, great. And that will bring us to the end of the round. You hear a small uproar in the direction of the square. And it's like a cheer. And then you hear some music get start again and it seems like maybe the parade is starting in earnest after they cleaned up from you know the disaster that was the beginning of the parade and the music is playing in the wind off in Mm. the in the direction of the town square Uh, you see this this part of town is it's in the center of the residential district but this whole town is hilly and so you're able to see the mountains off to the right of the storm crest and then off to the left you can see the the plains stretching off 
over towards Deephold. And you remember that there are armies coming from both of those directions at this moment. Christ, right. What we were doing here. Oh, gosh. And and then it's Evelyn's turn. Evelyn is going to keep strafing around to the right and throwing these metal discs. Good for her. Uh, One will miss, the other will hit. And she's not going to try and catch that one, too. She is going to bat this one away as well. She uses her reaction, and this time she has to kind of duck. It's a it's a twenty two that she rolls. So mm. she ducks and whips her head around and stares daggers at Evelyn, and that will bring us to Jasu's turn. Okay, Jasu has now seen her good friend Titan's hair go flat, which has never happened before. <laughs> also, Joe has been insulted. Um, <laughs> And Jasu is feeling some type of weird way in a feeling in the direction of Evelyn. And that's just a feeling that's happening also. And (laughs) I think Jasu takes her staff and takes a breath and just goes, this must end. And takes a few steps forward and closes the last 30 feet and strikes at this bitch. I was going to say, and bitch slaps her. Yeah, and fucking bitch slaps the fuck out of her. 22 to hit. Let me check. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, um, thank you for checking. I'm going to smite because I might as well. Right. Uh, you see her kind of regret that she just spent her time batting yeah. away this small disc as you suspect she might have had another so thing she could have done. I asked if she was going to bat away that disc. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is... 13. 13 damage. I did not roll well on these d8s. As you strike her, she takes out this fan and she kind of tries to deflect the blows, but your smite is much more physically overpowering than than she was ready for. Uh, And that brings us to Janie's turn. I would like somebody to roll a d4. I got it. Josh was on it. Two. All right. Titan, it's your turn. Titan sees their friend Jasu just explode with magical aura all over this bitch's face and is inspired. It's like unable to speak, is choked up and goes into a dance. Mm. Their hair their hair starts to perk back up. They do a twirl, they do a strut and end in a death drop and give and hope that that dance inspired Jasu in some way. Take a bardic inspiration. Wait, do you, mm. you still have one? I still have mine. You still have one. Joe, take a bardic inspiration. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't do anything if I can't talk. Yep. <laughs> Great. I love the inspiring look. Um, but And I will, like, I'll get up. I'll uh, death drop, stand up, uh-huh. and walk towards Erica to yeah. make sure she knows I ain't scared. All right. You're I'm right. just very hurt. She just gives you a kind of pursed-lipped smile, and then it is her turn. She is going to use... Yeah, she's going to then use this fan and attack you with it, Jasu. Cool. Come for me. She attacks you three times. Whoa. Oh, goodness gracious. It's a 20 to hit, a 17 to hit, and a 14 to hit. 
Only one hits the 20. Make a charisma save. Oh my gosh. What if I don't want to? You don't have to then. I have, wait, I have advantage against being charmed or frightened. This is neither of those. 17. 17. All right. She deals five damage to you and attempts to humiliate you by slapping you with this fan, uh, but it's ineffective. Fuck yeah. Um, Get away from me, you brute. That's offensive. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) All right. Yeah, that's it. That's all she can do. Joe, what do you do? So I'm frustrated. Like, what the hell? There's two armies. Why is this person wasting our time? So I'm going to cast Chromatic Orb again. Mm -hmm. This time at second level. Okay. And I am frustrated with this person. So as I'm like casting and it's going to be lightning damage Mm -hmm. if it hits, I'm just like, why are you even here? We have armies to think about. What are you doing here? You don't live here anymore is my understanding. And why are you so rude to my friends? Uh, 21. Nice. That hits. Nice. Nice. Okay, so it's 5d8. Wow. 11, 14. 18. 18? Yep. Okay. That's good. I think it's hitting her brooch. Oh, okay. Nice. What are my surroundings right now? So it's just like sidewalk. I'm imagining like our neighborhood. I'm sidewalk and row houses. Row houses, but like this one stands out from the rest. So as I'm doing this, like Erica also kind of freaks me out a bit. So uh-huh. if there's like a car or like something I can kind of duck behind. I don't know. If there's a, a garbage can. <laughs> there's a car. Can, a physical car kind of from the duck behind. There's a cart. There's a cart and some trash cans, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to kind of try to take a little coverage if that's possible. Okay, great. Yeah, you take a little cover. You see, everyone sees as this lightning bolt strikes her brooch, she looks very shocked and she looks down and you see the wind start to swirl around her. And I mean, this was lightning damage that you did, but you specifically targeted it into the brooch on her bosom. And the wind is swirling and it's lifting up the hem of her gown. And she looks a little both surprised, but also invigorated. And she says, oh, oh, oh. oh God damn it. What have you done? Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And... As she says this, she begins to rise into the air as the wind is oh, swirling God. around oh, her. Oh, God, she looks even uh, Jesse, hotter. She's right in front of you, rising up off of the, the front of this stoop. Cool. Now her, her head cresting yours just a little bit. And it's Evelyn's turn in the initiative order. Evelyn is going to shout out at her and say, Get back here. You got to answer for what you did. And throws a couple more of these shurikens. Hits with one. She's going to take the damage this time. Yeah, because she doesn't want to take mine. Deals five damage, which brings us to Jasu. It's your turn. So she's floating in the air she right now, just to make sure we're clear. She's floating in the air as the wind is okay. swirling. Cool. <laughs> 23 to hit. She is going to look down at you and say... You're a lunk that carries a stick. You think I care about you? I don't like that. You subtract five uh, from that. Subtract five, 18. so it's 18. I could use a bardic. You could use a bardic. So that's Sounds plus like four, so we're back at... So 22. 22. It hits, yeah. Fuck yeah. 
she says this to me and it's just sort of like I just sort of blink at her because it doesn't even cross my mind that this person has anything knows anything about me and I'm mm. I'm just sort of like no and then I hit her and I say <laughs> fuck you <laughs> what what do you even say you don't make any sense I was homeschooled oh uh, max damage 12 12 yeah because I can't smite I have no more spells oh sh- wow shikes okay you hit her she goes unconscious <gasps> As she's rising, you hit her in the head and her eyes flutter and then close and then open again and you see the whites of her eyes. Somebody roll a D4 for me. Do it, do it, do it, D. You got it. Two. Two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you see as this cyclone is blowing and she is rising, her unconscious body rises up, up, and then whew, everything stops and she falls to the ground right in front of you. I want that brooch. And that is where we will end our whoa, show. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, saying, whoa. I want that brooch. <laughs> uh, well, oh, next episode, honey. just know that oh, 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 Big wow. Okay. Wow. Well, shall we get Honestly, into some dirty crits? Dirty crits. Dirty. Honestly, I was expecting us to lose. I was. I was like, when it began, yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. This is like we've introduced this character who's fly AF, who knows all of uh-huh. our stuff, who's like reading people to filth. It's like, oh, clearly this is somebody who we're gonna meet is gonna like put us in our place, and we're gonna have to like yeah. you know encounter again later. Uh-huh. Um, because it's like, oh, they're challenging Prim. It's like I don't know if you've statted out Prim yet, but I'm just like, this person <laughs> is challenging Prim. We have no chance. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah wow. No, that was that was interesting. I mean, y'all are strong. Y'all y'all can sling some damage quick. I think also tactically we were good that time. Definitely. I mean, and I think the fact that we didn't have that Ginny wasn't there. Yes. Was super useful. Mm. <laughs> I, I'll I'll just tell you straight up. This encounter was balanced for Ginny to be there. Yeah, mm. I and bet. And so the fact I that bet. Ginny wasn't there made a huge difference. And those D4 rolls were to see Rounds. if Ginny had made it. Yeah. And oh. two, wasn't it? Wow. Because, Jasu, were you, you weren't hit during that encounter, right? I was. Titan New York. I got oh, to you... five points, but it- uh, Oh, okay. By that fan, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. The die rolls were with you, too, because the fan, if you- well, I won't tell. I won't tell no, you. No, no, yeah, no, don't, don't tell. tell. Me. Don't no, tell no, 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 no. Yeah, on, I, I was like, waiting to get fucked don't, up. Don't, like that's for the patrons <laughs> and for later. And for I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. yet. I want to. I want to. Uh, yeah. But yeah, really well done on the leaving Jenny because the the reason that I wanted to have it randomized with the how long it took Jenny to catch up with you is because you tied Jenny up, so Jenny had to spend some time getting out. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm, it wasn't mm-hmm. Jenny couldn't just start chasing you immediately. Yeah, that whole person was clutch, and actually fun like things because i don't typically take a lot of like non-combative stuff sometimes i do Mm -hmm. but i feel like i have more in this campaign specifically oh sure and i think that like you you just showed uh, the usefulness of some non-combat like Mm non-damage oh sure 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 yeah yeah 
I am yeah. worried about. Sorry, I know this is like this is like such D and D crit, and not like you know, uh, like we'll get into you know, that too. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we we'll get here. there. Yeah. But it's like I'm worried about a little concerned about Titan as we like progress because truly everything I have is like yeah. a saving throw, and so it's like sooner or later there's gonna be people who can just be like no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I do think that that's fun though. I think it's fun to play a character that can do one thing and then that one thing gets stripped and mm-hmm. they have to evolve. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's always super mm-hmm. interesting. Figure it out. You better help your <laughs> friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and even just damage-wise, the shuriken that she didn't end up blocking, that five damage made a huge... She had 15 hit points. That took her down to 10 so that your 12 mm-hmm. dropped her. Oh. And it would have wow. been a lot easier for her to stop that because it was a lower... Like, because she basically could take away a D10 yeah. from your attack. Oh. Well, I was also oh. lucky that I had the, the bardic. Bar- mm-hmm. Well, and right, and so like, if she had just like kept doing what she was doing and stopping Evelyn, she probably would have been able to yeah to stay up. I have a question based on what you just said, though, Joshua. Yeah. Which is, how do you think Titan feels in that moment, having for a second or for six seconds, not like their voice being taken? away from them mm. when yeah. that is has been their power this whole time yeah i mean it's like it was definitely a terrifying three seconds mm. and then like we're in this battle or or, or or like we're in a yes we're in a battle which can mean a lot of things and it's like part of the battle is dance and so i think it's like if it had been in a situation where it's like i didn't feel like i was on my home turf taking mm. like mm. confronting somebody who like fights in a way that I am very familiar with. Like mm-hmm. it could have been more traumatizing. But like, and also I think the fact that it's like, oh, I can immediately do something for my friends. Yeah, Like totally. was like, great. Okay, I know what to do here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't, th- I don't know if Titans like processed that because they didn't, they were able to make a move still happen in that turn. But that's a great mm-hmm. question. And, and they definitely were like, I can't, I'm choked up because of like, Mm -hmm. I think they got hit, like definitely got hit hard with like what that, what was said to them because I think they do all the, like the, the quips, the Mm -hmm. speech, like being able to do all like is, is, is so, so much a part of who they are. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, like Titan's a pretty balanced queen, but I think their Mm -hmm. main thing is, is reading folks. I think their main thing, it's like, if they're going to win a competition, it's going to be a competition about their wits and about like how they're able, uh-huh. like how they're able to, you know, to take people down that way. But they also know that they like just having one trick ain't, ain't isn't, you know, you ain't gonna win no competitions having one trick. Being able to do one thing, you got to be, you got to be balanced. So like they are very dexterous. If we want to keep it in D and D terms as well, mm-hmm. it's my second highest stat is dexterity. So it's like yeah. bet I can still throw down. I would prefer to just cut you to shreds. But like, mm-hmm. all right, you want me to? Well, you want me to dance battle? Like, I can do that. Yeah, that makes sense. I was feeling the squad feels in this mm. encounter. Mm-hmm. 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 I was realizing that Joe was feeling like I don't know this Erica person really at all. I just can tell that Evelyn and Titan have feelings about this person. So I'm kind of, I was feeling this resistance a little bit of wanting to destroy them mm. because I don't know anything yes. <laughs> about them. Mm. Totally. Mm-hmm. But it was like, 
okay, but my people are saying, like, I can tell that my people aren't down with you. And so therefore, like, I'm here for them. And I, and I, although, like, we've had other encounters before, like, to me, this one felt like the first time Joe was fully like, oh, I'm part of the team. Mm. And if you're messing with my people, well, then, like, I don't really need a reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I felt the exact same because it was, like, I don't think just Sue had enough information about the internal politics in mm. order to be able to make any sort of assessment uh what she should be doing but the moment this person came for titan and came for you it was like oh okay yeah so this is bad and i should hit her okay i'll do mm. that <laughs> on some level even because it's like titan doesn't know this person just knows that they're trash and we're what it's like this person who i know doesn't like my mentor m mother figure is walking out of my house no questions need to be asked yeah totally <laughs> yeah. well i think it's interesting for, I think, just Sue and probably different for Joe and Titan, but just Sue is an outsider. Like, mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. anyone in the town outside of you are the first two people I happen to meet off the boat yeah. to help out. And now I've just been along for the ride. And my mission can, is to spread Suleon. Mm -hmm. And so at this point, I'm here because now there seems to be a war happening. And so I want to help as many civilians as possible. You all seem like you have experience. We all know things. And so it, so it makes sense for us to work together. But to your point, Kylie, like I think this was the first, I think it was the first time, at least consciously, where Jesu was, oh, I don't actually, this person might not be bad in the sense yeah. of like, like, I don't know the threat, really. I don't actually like, it's know not the like threat, the but you just come or... from my friend, so fuck you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a little bit of dirty crit. Yeah. 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 No, that's real. That's real. Like, we've become ride or dies. Yeah. All of us. It's like, <laughs> bet. It doesn't matter. It's like, you're coming from my friend. It's like, right. Yeah. Bet. I don't care. And in fact, in fact, <laughs> even if even if my friend is wrong, that's right. honestly, that's right. I'm still care. coming for you. That's right. And I have no regrets about it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there is also the clear link between this person. Oh yes, and, and blowing up the float. deadly, dangerous yeah. activity yes. that just yes. happened in a crowd. Like Absolutely. only things are like our inadvertent whomping of the DM didn't end in like <laughs> right. massive loss of life, huge danger. Know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Totally. Yeah, it's. I feel a little womp two days in a row because I didn't really anticipate you catching Ginny that handily. <laughs> like, uh, and I guess, you know, it once again, it comes down to your spell lists. I should really memorize your spell lists. Don't do that. Just forget them. <laughs> forget them. Because Don't pay attention. It's like the the chase, once the proximity was close enough for a spell like whole person, person right? <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, that ends a chase really, really right. nicely. <laughs> yeah. But I also, you know, it's like, I rolled, I I prayed to roll low on that D100 and did. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, honestly, if I had rolled a 30, they would have been out of range. And I rolled, but I rolled a 21. Yep. Yeah. Well, and, and it's, it's so interesting because like the mechanics that I built were largely still forcing me to improvise, but it was the combo of rolling small and then the house. Because if you had rolled small, but it was another street activity, mm -hmm. they probably would have been around the corner. Oh, sure. Like, mm. you know, you wouldn't have been able to see them. Yeah. But like, because the house 
obstacle meant that they were going to be in it. Yeah. That that got them really yeah. close to you, which was I don't I don't feel like yeah. this was a whomping. No, I don't think so either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we ran no, and ran yeah. and they popped yeah. up and I was like, "Stop!" Like <laughs> and you know, and they failed, you know what I mean? And, part, yeah. and like, you know, yeah. we also spent a shit ton of resources we to did. try to make oh, it happen. Yeah. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. like I think that's part of it too. Like I think I feel like a, a true whomping is like just like I mean yes, the time of last time was a that was a whomping. Yeah, last time. Yeah. Was that was the fact that I got Erica out with the with the one hit was very lucky because I'm out of smite spells. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. funny because I'm so used to at this point playing a magic caster that I forget mm. as a paladin that my primary thing is not magic. So stop looking at my spell list. Mm. Just cease and desist. Only use it in times of absolute necessity. <laughs> like, I'm just so not used to that being the the thing because I... It's yeah. a tricky what? thing. It's a tricky thing yeah. with paladins, I think, because it's like you, you do it. You have like an immense list of spells that you could prepare, but it's like if we're doing combat, the most effective combat thing for you to do is smite. It's right? smite, yeah, absolutely. Which mm-hmm. is such a bummer because, like, you know, I know you like to do, you, you know, you want you want mix it up. I would like to. I like to look at a spell list. I like to be like, you know what, this could do a whole bunch of things, and I'm gonna make it up right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any other? What, what kind of what kind of crit happened this episode? Because it's like we were we were hunting down a person who we suspected have having done something. That terrible evil yeah. laughter oh. at the end oh yeah that was creepy i did not like that mm, yeah yes. yeah yeah that was mm-hmm. i was ill ill-advised uh-huh. use of tasha's hideous <laughs> laughter except for it did buy us around it's yeah true. it definitely did yeah i don't know as far as like crit i think kind of the, the main like crit thing that uh of of this episode was exactly the, like just like the development of the ride or die you know what i mean and mm. it's, it's like if that is mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. because and it was like an expansive ride or die because it's like again titan doesn't know erica Kent knows mm-hmm. about Erica and is like, oh, you're not cool with my people and you're walking out of our house. I'm going to act hostily towards you immediately, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then based on their response, then it's like everybody's all of a sudden acting hostily toward towards mm-hmm. everybody. And I think like, you know, I'm trying to I'm thinking about like in my in my real life, if I like saw like somebody who I know like has been beef with a friend like like real beef not just like like oh they're like talking smack but even still i guess it would have to be even if it's like i'm just like a person who i know that they don't like and i saw them like walking out of their house like mm-hmm. how would i respond what the fuck to are you doing yeah it's like i don't think i mean i obviously I wouldn't cast a spell on them because i don't have that hmm. capacity if i had hold yeah. person i probably Yet. would do that uh-huh. honestly uh-huh. honestly if i had hold pe- person i would probably cast hold person on that person so like, what are you doing in this person in my friend's house mm-hmm. but like my immediate reaction in 2023 would be like oh, i'm gonna call my friend yeah and mm-hmm. to be at, but i would also probably confront that person and be like what are you doing here mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Um. So I guess like the D. I guess that is the D and D version of what you know. The yeah, D and D yeah. version is and, and is I guess to I, read them for filth and cause them psychic damage. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. But but you also stick. had a little bit more information. Like that's true. That's true. You, that's true. It's as if you just talked to somebody and then they said like, "Oh, I just caused a distraction. You don't even know what went down at your friend's house," and you're like, "Oh shit, we should go over there." And then you go over and you see this person walking out. Yeah, yeah. it's like. Then it's I, like, I know you were up to some mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah, it's time to throw hands. Time mm-hmm. to throw hands. Except I don't believe in violence. <laughs> in real yeah, life. I could throw feel hands. for Joe. Throw hands. I think like Joe has a pretty 
I'm I think Joe has like a sense of what she thinks is right, wrong, and like has um a strong sense of self mm-hmm. for the most part. But I think in these new situations for Joe, like interrogating someone Mm. like this is all new turf that i think it's easier for joe to be influenced by how the people around her Mm -hmm. are behaving and Mm. since titan is such a strong presence Mm. Mm. that like it's easy for joe then to like oh well this is how we behave which is like not really something that me as kylie identifies with at all in my like real life but it's something I can feel was like a new thing I think for me to experience with Joe in this episode yeah that is really interesting I am curious because I think that Titan is probably the most amoral out of us three Hmm. and I think I'll be curious to see how that continues to affect Jasu but also how it affects Joe like I think that will be really Mm -hmm. curious and interesting Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> well, great session, everybody. Very much looking forward to our next one, which is hey, happening hey. so soon. Shocking, shocking. It's really <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Does anybody want to plug anything? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, go ahead, Kylie. I want mm-hmm. to plug that Tor and I just had our seven-year anniversary. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. we didn't post about it on the Wincred Happens page, actually. Yeah, that's true. Um, So we have, we just had our seven-year anniversary, and then we have our union ceremony. We have lots of anniversaries that happen in August. We celebrate a lot of anniversaries. And so really, I'm just plugging all of our anniversaries in August. Wow. And so love, I'm just like love. here for that's the so cheese sweet. fest of it. Uh, yes. <laughs> seven, seven years is a long-ass time. Truly. Right? Yeah. That yeah. It's kind of like it's I think that we both feel like it's flown by, but also yeah. it's like seven years. Like what the fuck? When did that happen? <laughs> yeah, like, totally. Like very That's strange yeah. at the same time. Uh, Deanna, anything you wanna plug? Uh, <laughs> Enya, you're plugging Enya. <laughs> Great. <That's- laughs> I guess for me I'll pl- I'll plug I don't know if I don't know when this is coming out, but like if we have any creatures in the St. Louis area. I am mm-hmm. once again acting on a stage yeah. at the Repertory Theater of St. Louis doing once again the Lehman Trilogy uh, and will be here until uh, September 24th or October 1st. If enough of you come and uh, see oh. it early yeah. enough, then we'll, we'll be yeah. here for another week. So come through. And as always, if you're going to come to a show, like uh, hit us up on the gram totally. or whatever, and we'll definitely say what's up if you if you come through. Amazing, and I will once again plug GameholeCon because we did talk about it in that scheduling meeting, and everyone is going to go, so we will be Boom. at GameholeCon with our temporary tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> we wow. really wow. hope that we bring wow. temporary wow. tattoos. Wow, that was a big commitment that kind of just That's made a big commitment. for the entire group. Hopefully, they're there. <laughs> But we will definitely have some stuff for you. We just got stickers in the mail. Yeah, Woo, there'll be yeah. exciting we'll things. We'll also have our pretty faces. Come and say hi. Hey. Please. And please what do. are the dates on that? Is that October 19th through Thursday the 20th? Thursday Sunday, right? Is that? Yeah. 19, yeah, October 19th through the 22nd in Madison, yeah. Wisconsin. Game yeah. But we won't be Come there every single day. We'll most Who likely knows? be there for the oh, weekend. Oh, we'll be there. Who okay, well, every gonna, I will be there no, for I, the I weekend. Be, yeah, somebody from the podcast will be there. But I would come on the weekend if you want to really hang out with all of us. 
Come hang, come hang out please. With us. It'll be so fun. Please chill. come hang out with us. We would like friends. <laughs> all right, all right. That's, please all right, be all right, our friend. And right, in the meantime, the, the thirst, let us thirst, know okay. if you're coming or not. If your name's Evelyn you and you have so. a tattoo on your tongue, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can let us know on the socials at WhenCritHappens, or you can send us an email, WhenCritHappens at gmail.com. Send the email. And if you haven't had enough of us already, head on over to our Patreon for more. Yes, please. Patreon.com slash WhenCritHappens. Crit on them, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show, everyone. Special thanks to Cullen Fitzpatrick for our theme music and original musical underscoring by Wormwood, Balin Wagner, and Benjamin Bergdorf. Full episodes come out every other Wednesday. On the off weeks, exclusive content is released for our members. Head over to patreon.com slash whencrithappens to join the community. Thanks for listening. We don't see a person. We just see... You don't see a crash. person. They went over the wall. Wait, so, okay, sorry. There was a moment when I was thinking about how we need temporary tattoos for GameholeCon, and so I, like, kind of stepped away mentally for 10 seconds because <laughs> right. I just got really excited about the idea Honestly, of temporary tattoos. that is completely yeah. fair. It's and really I'm really so idea. sorry. It's a really yeah. good idea. Um, yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. So Game the gist of it, though, is that we're in an alley, and like, they just disappear because there's walls everywhere. The grates fall. Uh, can I describe it again? Yes, clean, please. Clean I'm entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Clean entry. <laughs> clean entry. <laughs>